One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. So, Sine, we've spoke about this before, but I want to give you another chance to maybe change your answer. Okay. Uh, we're talking about who you would put as your like on-screen parents. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Obviously, I think the dad has to be Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci, correct? Obviously. Yeah, great answer. Tom Hanks would be my second. He'd be my runner-up. Okay, Emma Thompson though, as a person, obviously not necessarily this character who seems to hate her kids. Let's face it. She's not a nice the, character. Mm-hmm. Um, Emma Thompson though, she'd be a good mum, wouldn't she? I think either her or Olivia Coleman would be good oh, options. Yeah. yeah. Anyone else? Mm. I didn't mind. Just those two, I think, yeah. Meryl? Think about it. Come back to me. Meryl would be too intimidating. You'd be like, my mother's Meryl Street. Hmm. What Jennifer Coolidge. Hey, now you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there, this is I Only Like You and Movies. My name is Sine. This is Lonnie. How you doing? Hi. Who am I A great joke. (laughs) Everyone loves that joke. Just throw it in every now and then. Oh, God. (laughs) We've actually seen a movie this week. It's called Good Luck to You, Leo Grand. Hey. I'm going to say it, Sine. Bad title. It's not a great title. Firstly, it's very forgettable. Yes, it's so forgettable. I I don't like titles that are like parts of dialogue because I feel like they don't make sense until you hear the part of dialogue. Mm-hmm. I think it's forgettable. I think it's difficult because I was pronouncing it Leo Grande because there's an E in the end. No, mm-hmm. just Leo Grande apparently, just the regular thing. Why couldn't we just spell it the regular way then? Why do we need mm-hmm. to spell it a different way? I mean, I can talk with my name. I didn't get a choice in that, okay? The point is... <laughs> What would you have called this movie otherwise? Well, I would have taken out the two you at the very least. I think it makes it a little bit awkward to say. Good luck, Leo Grand. That makes more sense, doesn't it? Good luck to you, Leo Grand. It's just that extra little bit you've got to think about. I agree that taking it out makes it better, but I don't think it makes it good. Oh, yeah. If I had to keep this name in some form, I'd Mm -hmm. take out the two you. If you had to change it entirely? Hmm. It'd be good if it was something that was kind of alluding to what the film's about. I mean, as we any were, title would be good. But we were colloquially I mean. referring to this as the Emma Thompson sex movie, so could we just work. call it the Emma Thompson sex movie? Hmm. You know, it's just something I don't know. I put you on the spot here. So something like an afternoon with Leah Grand, or that could be, you know, oh, it's yeah. like kind of what's going on there. What about because they um, meet a few times? You could do like moments or like mm. i don't know you could even try and get the word sex in there people love that don't they do you reckon that was a censorship thing though they're like we can't yeah, have the word sex in the title yeah boo I don't know. studio boo anyway mm. emma thompson is an older woman in the film 
Just in general? She is. Just in her life? I mean, also that, but she wasn't mm-hmm. great, so not not a derogatory thing. Seems like a bit of a dig, but, you know, that's fine. Just stating facts, okay? Okay. And so her character, old woman who's lost her husband, she finally wants to have sex. Proper sex. She hires a young sex worker, Leo Grand, and the film demonstrates portrays these sessions together we watched it with a very good crowd i think they were the perfect sort of audience yes i agree they laugh at all the jokes and then when it got a bit more emotional they on that train as well weren't they Sinead? it was a real on the edge of your seat wait no hard on your sleeve <laughs> my metaphors are uh not flowing today <laughs> <laughs> you were tense at this film were you um, no, I'm just saying they rode the waves of the film. Yeah, and it shows you how great it is to watch a film with an audience because I think, like, everything worked, but it just worked that little bit better with an audience laughing together. And you might not get that watching at home by yourself, you know? That's theatre, baby. <laughs> That's true. Um, so it's... it's it's How would you describe it today? It's, it's kind of a light touch, but also does get quite emotional. It is about sex, but also it's about relationships and connection. It's more about connection, I think, and acceptance of who you are as a person. I think I was sort of, you know, talking shit about this film before I saw it because it's like an Emma Thompson sex movie. I don't know. I don't know about you. That doesn't seem like the most engaging thing for me to have watched. However. It it could be quite raunchy. It could be low denominator sort of stuff. It could could have been all about, you could be crass yeah crude but not really if i pitch it to you as two people in a room talking about love and acceptance and connection and relationships that's Mm -hmm. more what this movie is if you like the before series you'll like this if you Mm -hmm. like films like table 19 or um like crazy maybe Mm, unassuming gentle completely emotionally devastating i cried in this yeah quite strongly it was very moving it is and i would i'd recommend people watch it before listening to the podcast like always Mm -hmm. but spoiler alert the the sex to just talking and talking about emotions and whatnot it's probably like 85 15 you know, like there is yep. some sex going on, but it's not the forefront of what's going on in the whole film, is it? No, not at all. Which is um, just great. Great way to do it. I think obviously COVID had an impact because a lot of the film is just two actors in a room together. Mm-hmm. But this could easily be a play as well, couldn't it? And mm. it's not boring at all. It's thrilling conversation. It's peppy. It all works. It went really fast. The runtime went really fast mm-hmm. for me. I was like, oh. We're already like, yeah, nearly done. How do we even like talk about this? It's heartbreaking and perfect, and I think it's probably well, the best film I've seen all year. Really? Well, as the premise suggests, she's looking to finally have good sex after a long period of not having that a whole life, you might say, and that that could go in a, in a raunchy, crude way, but actually. What she's really missing is is having any sort of emotional connection as well, doesn't she? Yeah. And she finds that 
And I think it's the sort of thing about this young sex worker. It's almost like that's what he's there for more than anything. Or at least that's what he's identified that this person needs that. Because it's not like, okay, hello, they shake hands. All right, let's get to bed. He's like, no, let's, let's, let's ease into it. Let's have a drink. Let's have a chat. Let's dance a bit because she's so uptight. therapy for her, isn't it? Like this Basically. Is, yeah. He sits yeah. and listens to her as she talks about her children. And you're right. She hates them. I, I think it's really interesting that they made her character not a very nice person. Um, no, as we said up top, she's one of the great. She's so warm and charming and mm. she's been in so many films we've all loved as, as kids and adults. But she is so mean in this film and she's horrible. so... And she's a former teacher, and you can really tell she's obviously a wonderful actor. You can just tell the sort of teacher she would have been this character, can't you? Mm-hmm. Just totally annoying and real orientated and authoritative. She, um, it, it, again, you could have just had her be her and lovely and be like really emotional and warm and giving, but she's so tight and controlling, and it's clear why she needs this yeah. in her life. This role would have been such a challenge to play and also like completely liberating in a way. Mm -hmm. And I think that like she's selfish, the main character. Like she is so self-absorbed with her own concerns that she can't even Mm -hmm. see that when she steps over the boundary and Mm. um, figures out who Leo Grand is in real life because he's using a fake name she can't see why that was the wrong thing to do. Like she, she physically can't understand why that was a bad thing. Yeah. She thought they, that was kind of part of it almost. It's part of the, the cat and mouse yeah, play here. She's going to help him apologize to his mum mm-hmm. mm-hmm. because that's how this situation goes and that's what's yeah. going to happen. And yeah. she never like stops to think, oh, this isn't my place. This isn't our relationship. This isn't how this is supposed to work i've completely crossed a boundary here and now he does not feel safe Mm. something interesting i think you said i think it was after we saw this and you said um that you think it might change a lot of people's perceptions on sex work you'd hope so hey yeah it's a very gentle approach to it i think it's Um, a sex positive movie and a sex worker positive movie for sure which is great to see because i don't know if we've had that or many things like that not of late anyway mm. um yeah i think it might also might challenge people's views on on sex and sexuality especially for older women yes well i need to talk about it I need to talk about the thing so i don't want to use the word brave because i don't think it should be brave to show a woman's body a regular woman's body But I think we feel that it's brave because often women are portrayed in films with a male gaze and Margot Robbie in Wolf of Wall Street is like the epitome of that. Plucked, preened, tanned, waxed to perfection, photoshopped to be exactly what they think we are. Mm -hmm. And there was something so confronting but also really cathartic about seeing a regular body that was naked and on screen like mm-hmm. before that that shot she's having an argument with him and she's wearing a dressing gown i think and a bra and underwear and you can see her tummy and her tummy is a regular person's tummy that's not completely flat and not completely smooth 
And I, I remember in that moment going, wow, I don't think I've ever seen a mature woman's tummy on screen before. Like, I just don't think I've ever seen that. And I was like, wow, why haven't I seen that? And then the end shot, she sort of takes a good look at herself and sort of breaks down the final barrier, which was almost to herself in her own mind of how she looked and Mm. sadness about aging and not being who she once was. And that scene was just the most powerful scene I've seen on film, I think. Like it was completely devoid of any gaze. It wasn't even the female gaze because I don't think there were gratuitous shots of him. Um, There was one sequence where she's masturbating to watching him and we sort of follow his body around the room. But this was just sort of a very no-nonsense, this is what people look like. And I just thought that was really beautiful and moving and I Mm. cried for ages. (laughs) I think there was an appreciation of the human body of him and of her, but not in the sort of arousal sexual way which you would normally see in the male gaze sort of view. I was thinking of that scene where she is touching his body and appreciating it Mm, and whatnot, mm -hmm. which I thought was really beautiful because I think she's never really had that. seems like her previous uh, intimate moments in her life were for her husband, not for her, not anything for pleasure for her, which is sad. But when that was happening, she's there and he's like, he's perfect. He's obviously worked out a lot. He's no ounce of fat or anything on, on him. And as that was scene was playing in the movie, we were watching it in a sort of gold class cinema, mm. and I was there stuffing my face with pizza. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. <laughs> oh god! And I was having like I was finishing up your pizza, you didn't finish. Like, oh well, you know, I'm here already. <laughs> but that's all right. At the end, when Emma's like, "This is my body, and I'm proud of it," I'm like, "Yeah, you go, girl." Well, but not like that, though. <laughs> No, no, that was me pretending okay, after eating pizza. Right, That's good. my joke. Yeah. It was, it no, you're right. It was just, it was, it was affirming. Yes, it was. It? it was. Like she's a person. And I think every woman, potentially every person, has had feelings of dislike around their body. But I think it's particularly more difficult for women. And to see, I don't know, it, it just, I don't think I've seen that on screen before. And it was very moving that when I did. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. So do you reckon she's going to get an Oscar nom slash Oscar win? No. Um, mm. I think maybe five years ago, yes. 
but the people mm. that vote on the awards, as we've seen from the last Oscars and whatever, don't actually bother watching half the movies. And mm. I think this movie is too quiet and unassuming for people to think there's any value in watching it. Um, and I don't think people will see it, and I think that's why she won't. I think she absolutely should, because this, for me, feels like a career best for her. Mm. But I'm I not holding... There, there's, there's always that thing, I, th I think it's more for younger actors, actresses is that you don't take it seriously until you go nude on screen and then sometimes you get your oscar because you've yep. done the confronting role which is what i hate about margot robbie she was only able to have her own production company and everything after she took a kid off in wolf of wall street and that movie in particular is so disgusting and i know part of it's supposed to be commentary on that but most of the men i have spoken to who like that movie do not understand that that is commentary at all and I think it's yeah, disgusting. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, Marty was too clever in that film, wasn't he? He was. He was showing everything, how disgusting it is, to prove how disgusting that was. And, like, you shouldn't be laughing at this. And the guy got away with it. And now he's he's been so successful, even after being a crook, that he is a, a help, a self-help guru. And he's got a movie made about him. Yeah. He's supposed to think this is awful. And the guy who actually caught him... The American hero is taking the bus, sorry, taking the train home yep. while the other guy is still successful. But every but, man yeah, I've spoken to went does not get straight over their heads. Yep. Straight over their <laughs> How heads. How cool is this? Oh, that's so funny. He's off his face like, on no, drugs. Like, you shouldn't have people, little people throwing around at your work party. That's, that's not what you should do. But they're like, yeah, this is what I should do. This is great. This is good fun. Thanks, he looks great. Thanks, Leo. Exactly. And I, I mm. get annoyed at her, even though I shouldn't blame her, I should blame the system. But I just feel like that set back, you know, women's place in film a couple of years because I feel like we were sort of overcoming this thing of, oh, women don't have to take their kid off in order to be considered serious or dedicated to their craft, and yet she did. So I think this is a nice sort of mirror to that in a way. Like that would have been a challenge to do, I think, mm. for Emma Thompson especially the way we talk about women in our society. And yet she took that challenge and went, well, fuck you. I'm going to do it then. Mm. Yes, I don't think it's the sort of thing where she'll just get the Oscar because she got naked. Maybe, she, I don't as think you said, really if she was a... younger, maybe that would have been the situation, but I agree yeah. now. I don't think that's the, that would be the tone. I don't think that's really in play here. That said, I think... This is the sort of film that should get Oscar nominations. Yes, it should. Absolutely. I just don't think people will see it. Mm. Australian um, director, Sophie Hyde. Mm -hmm. I didn't know her name, but I've, I've known some of the things that she's made. That's It's really terrific to see mm. Aussies out there. I've, I've, I'd be keen to see more of her work if there's any indication. Tremendous. Hey? Beautiful, isn't it? Really beautiful. And this we should explain... One... Like, the dialogue is written so beautifully and so naturally. Mm. And we've spoken about Emma Thompson a lot. Daryl McCormack, who is – I haven't seen him anything before. <laughs> There's like, there is someone else here. Too. Yeah, we should <laughs> probably Emma talk Thompson. about him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't seen him before, and you really needed to cast sort of a no-name in this role because mm. the idea of Leo Grant is that he could be anybody. And I don't think the film would have worked if it was – I don't know. Mm -hmm. He's the fantasy. He's the young Timothy Chalamet. I don't know if he's – <laughs> who's who's a young like heartthrob these days that people like? Tom Holland. Imagine that. Like no, that's just not <laughs> what we're doing here. No, he needed to be a a blank slate. Like, yeah, he has been in stuff. Don't get me wrong, but he 
first massive role. Was a revelation, truly. Yeah. Like, she was incredible, but she is always incredible. You expect that. You expect her to be incredible, and she is. He is wonderful. So, yeah. in like, there's such... I don't know. Like, his eyes conveyed so much pain and, like, this history mm. that we didn't know about. Mm-hmm. And he has such a gentle presence but also commanding presence on screen. Like, a non-threatening presence, I should say. Mm. He was yeah great. <laughs> really great. And you're right. What you're saying before is that he... Obviously, he's selling his, his sex services. I'm not going to still try and gloss over that. Mm. But he's also selling a fantasy. Yes, to her. he is. And it's kind of, I think that may be something that she was getting at when she looked into who he really was mm. because, like, his whole thing was like, you got to tell me everything, you've got to break out of the mold. Yeah. And then she's going like, well, you can just pretend that your name's Leo Grand and you're perfect and you've got no life before you walked into this room. Yeah. Um, Do you think she felt that's that also was what she's paying? Well, I think you could you could draw that conclusion, yeah. At the same time, she doesn't want to know his life. You might. She thinks she does, but she wouldn't. doesn't. No, not really. But also, I think there's another element of with her, like, you know, coming from a teaching background. She probably, mm. is, you know, likes and knows young people and wants to get to know them and, you know, teach him what to do and get his life back on track sort of thing. But really, he's happy with what he's doing and yeah. everything that's led to that bounce happened in his life has led him to this moment, so... He's kind of okay with it. It's a real twisted way of viewing it that she has to kind of swoop in and save him, you know, from this life Mm. of sex work. And he's like, well, no, actually, I'm not being exploited. I actually really like doing this. It pays really well and I get to have sex and make people feel good. And I just feel like that's sort of the summation that the whole world needs to realize about sex work, you Mm. know. I just just realized, I don't know if we – do we comment on the time, but after we watch this, you maybe watch – maybe watch – you offered to I show me pretty, pretty woman. <laughs> I strapped you down and and yeah. glued your eyelids open. Clockwork. Yeah. yeah style. And made you watch this, yes. Yeah, because that has obviously got similar elements. And it's not quite as, as bad as you might think pretty woman about he's saving her from her, her life of debauchery or whatever. But it, it kind of is the whole thing is that by the end of that film, she's not a prostitute anymore. A sex worker, I should say. At the end of this film, he's a sex worker, but he's happy. And they sort of reach an agreement and she sort mm. of, she's apologized for her earlier behavior. And, Interesting development. But doesn't need to see genre. him. Yeah, exactly. But also, it's like you guys have had such an important time in your life together. I know. You've, you've, you've opened her up. He's, you know, got that level of maturity further after this discussion of your sessions. But you're not friends. You're not going to hang out again. It's kind of been a business relationship as much as it's been emotional. And I don't think they'll ever see each other again. No. After having such an important moment in their lives together. And that's so sad. For... Yeah, <laughs> that's so sad. sad. Like we have people come into our lives and completely change us and then we just never see them again. I think that is a devastating thought. You know what they say, Sine? Some people come into your life for a reason. Some come in for a season. Thanks, Lunt. Yep. Um, <laughs> I'll embroider that on a cushion. Um, oh, so you're thinking Tumblr 2012 <laughs> wisdom isn't good good enough for you, is it? Okay. Jeez. I miss Tumblr 2012 wisdom. There were simpler times. <laughs> um, I did want to say one, two complaintish things I had about the film. 
Okay, some quibbles, all right. A quibble or two. Um, towards the end, we get introduced to Becky, who is a, a waiter in the hotel restaurant, I guess. Um, her performance really took away from the film for me, unfortunately. I didn't think it was very strong. Um, and it just. I liked her character's purpose, but. Yes. Yeah, it didn't quite match up. No. And I just. That was a bit disappointing, given it's sort of the final scene in a way um mm-hmm. the thing i i didn't quite like is leo hints that his mother and him had a falling out right and he he doesn't speak to her mm-hmm. anymore and we know it's potentially over his sex work um because he lies to his family about what he does mm-hmm. the reason why was that she walked in on him having an orgy i think with a bunch of his friends at 16 mm-hmm. 15 16 and kicked him out I just don't know if it needed to be a sex reason. I, I just, mm. I, I don't know. It just felt a bit too neat to me. I think it could have been just as strong if it wasn't anything to do with that at all. And the lesson could have been people fall out for all sorts of reasons. And But I guess you're playing with people's perception of sex work. I'm sort of thinking of it yeah, as I'm that, talking that, now. That could have been an interesting wrinkle to the story if... Emma Thompson's character just assumed, oh, your mom found out you're a sex worker and she hates you. Yes. Turns out it's something else and he's doing Completely this different. because he likes to. Yeah, yeah. and not something she Fair could enough. have picked. And mm. that could have unveiled her own biases and then in turn unveiled the, unveiled the audience's biases about, oh, we just assumed mm. that it was something wrong with sex work that she thought. Um, mm. Sure. I don't know. Obviously they're not going down that path and that's fine, but I just I felt like that was an opportunity there where they could have done something more interesting and chose the sort of more simplistic route storytelling wise Mm. um so not it wasn't wrong what they did i just felt more like it was a bit of a missed opportunity for something more if that makes sense i feel you it's also not a quibble for me really but given that most of the film takes place within the one location Mm -hmm. i kind of feel like sometimes in those films it's it's very jarring when they do go to a, like a second location. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Are you talking film, when they went down to the bar? Yeah, it's kind of like, <laughs> oh, no, you guys exist in the room. You don't come up down here or outside. <laughs> you stop existing as soon as you leave the room. Yeah. Well, no, I think uh, that's fair because when we jump through time, we're already in the room with her the next time, the second time and the third time. Yes. You know, yeah. we don't see her walk into the hotel, swipe her card on the door, that sort of stuff, put her bags mm. down, unpack. She's just there. Mm. So I agree just with know you. Things have happened. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, if there's any justice in the world, this film would be very successful, lots of awards, and be well talked about. Don't know if that's happened. Don't made five million dollars at the box office so far, but I I don't think the title also, it, helps. To be fair, yeah, no, that's fair enough. I I agree with and that. And that's marketing. Also, it, it's it is streaming though too. So oh, okay. Box office isn't the whole thing these days, and it's got good reviews. So that's that's great. Yeah, everyone who's seen it seems to like it, which is great. Mm. But, yeah, maybe marketing didn't do a good enough job sort of getting the message through about what this movie was about. And Mm. I just am disappointed with the people who vote for the awards not even bothering to see everything that's nominated. It's like you've been Mm. given a privilege here and you blatantly come out and say, oh, no, I didn't see this one, but my mate was in this film, so I'll vote for that one. Literally, that got leaked last year. I love when they ask their kids, like, which animated film did you watch this year? All right. 
Oh, the Disney one? Yep, great. Okay. What about this? What about Nancy and Leo? Wouldn't that be a great title? I like that. At least better. I like that a lot. Because then you do know the two characters and you look at the the poster, you're like, oh, okay, she's Nancy and he's Leo. Why are they in in bed together? Because that doesn't seem, you know, normal. Then you watch the film and you're like, oh, okay, we've done it. Is it wrong to slow clap you on the pod? Would that seem condescending? I think so. Okay, all right. Well, I won't do it then. <laughs> I don't. I don't even think that's the best title, but at least it's better I, than something this clicks with me with that though, mm, okay. because it reflects the simplicity of the story. It's a pretty simple mm-hmm. story, just two people in a room. Mm. Nothing dramatic really happens. I guess the mm-hmm. he walks out. I know that time, but it's not like a tense mm. action sequence. I think that conveys the mood. I think that conveys also, the message that we're just people deep down, and not their real names. And not their real names. Lonnie, you've done it. Congratulations. I am giving you marketing executive at Lionsgate. I think uh, think maybe Searchlight as well. Lionsgate in the UK, Searchlight in the US. Maybe you have a joint role. Maybe you work across continents. I don't know. Sure. Congratulations. You've won it. Whoever has the better idea gets appointed and you had the better idea than whoever worked on this film. (laughs) All right. Well... That's been us talking about good luck to you, Leo Grand. Doesn't seem right in my in my mouth when I say it. Nancy and Leo, yes. Nancy and Leo. Um, huge recommend from us. Please watch it. What are you rating it? I'm going to give it four and a half stars out of five. You know? Interesting. Four? Maybe five. I don't know. Oh, Up there. Okay. Four for you? Sorry. I was, I'm still going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just let me know when you're clear. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Four point eight. Okay. 4.8. Point one taken off for Becky. Point one taken off for, well, no. Point one taken off for title. Other point one taken off for reveal of why he wasn't talking to his mum. Okay. I think that could have been stronger. Yeah, fair enough. But my God, probably the best movie I've seen all year. Mm, interesting. I love the quiet ones. I love the little two mm. people talking about their relationship. Mm. I'm a sucker no. for it. That's true. It's good. We've got other podcasts in our back catalogs. So I'd recommend you get amongst TV, film, sometimes other stuff. Is there? What other stuff have we done that's not TV or film? I think we reviewed Matilda the musical one day. Ah, okay. So just the one so- time we did yeah. Up to you guys. Go back and have a look. No. Oh, tell <laughs> us what else we've done. Have we ever reviewed a game? Maybe we should review a game. Maybe we should. Just quietly, just quickly. Mm. It was nice that she spent the whole time never having an orgasm in her life and he trying to give it to her, but then it's actually herself who gives it to herself. That's That was nice. It's a very female positive mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. You know, if a man wrote this and made this, it'd be a very different story perhaps. It would. I think that would make a great film essay, by the way. If anyone's listening and they're in high school or uni. Pretty Woman versus this in terms of the portrayal of sex Mm. work. Maybe I'll write it. Just for fun. Yeah. Yeah, cut this out. Don't put this in. You write yourself. Go back. You have to, like, go back to school, though, and pretend never been kissed style. Yeah. Go back in time. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, back in time. Mm -hmm. All right. Anyway, that's been us talking about (laughs) Nancy and Leo. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.
Is Leo and Nancy better? Ooh. No, Nancy and Leo. Nancy and Leo, rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Done. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 